For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. That song is Beautiful Day, and it seems like it's a beautiful day starting off today. It's nice to not have to hear and chance of a thunderstorm in the forecast. But one one thing that Skylar said that stood out with me, she said, tomorrow may be a pool day. Any day is a pool day if you're willing to risk it. Have you ever... Have you ever uh, gotten some advice during a thunderstorm that you thought was a little bit nuts? I think not... Going into a pool, a lake, a pond, the ocean, during a thunderstorm when there's lightning, that makes sense to me. Some of the other advice that I got, especially growing up, didn't make much sense to me. My mom would say during a thunderstorm, don't be on the telephone. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think that lightning is going to strike and that enough of a charge is going to come through a phone line and electrocute me. Now, a phone line can carry an electrical charge, but it's a very low-level electrical charge. It's not, it's not anything that's going to hurt you. It's like the equivalent of licking a 9-volt battery at its worst. So I don't think that not talking on the phone during a thunderstorm was a, a viable thing. And if you remember, I don't, I don't know how many of you remember using a landline phone during a thunderstorm, but when there'd be, you know, a, a stroke of lightning, when it would happen, you would get that crackle in the phone. So you're talking on the phone to somebody like, oh man, I can't believe this thunderstorm. Yeah, no, the, the lightning is intense. And then, you know, a lightning strike comes down and you hear <laughs> over the phone. But it was not going to electrocute you. The other thing my mom always told me, during a thunderstorm. Don't take a shower. I, I, I don't think that I was ever at risk taking a shower during a thunderstorm. I guess maybe if your bathroom has a window, lightning might come in through the window and strike you while you're in the wall. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know exactly what she was afraid of. I'll have to ask her. I'll have to ask her, Mom, do you still observe all of those things you used to make us observe when you were a kid? How many of them were just BS? I'm sure it was things that her mom told her and she passed down to us, but I just don't, I'm not buying it. I do still remember, though, sound lightning advice such as if you're in your car and your car is struck by lightning, just, 
you know, sit there, don't touch anything metal, and wait a few minutes, and the chassis of the car will ground out the lightning, and after a few minutes, you'll be okay. I, I, I can never say that I've had a situation where I've had to use that advice, but I've always remembered it. I've never gone out and played golf in the middle of a thunderstorm. So I guess I heeded that advice, even though I just don't play golf that much. Haven't played in probably about 20-something years. So I think that there's some basis on some of that advice, some of it, eh, not so much. So if, you know, you were on the telephone during a thunderstorm that we had recently and you survived... You know what I'm talking about. So speaking of talking about, we have lots that we can talk about today. We'll take your phone calls throughout the program at 508-996-0500. We can also take your app chat messages via the WBSM app. We can also take your open line voicemails via the WBSM app brought to you by South Coast Towing. And yesterday, Jessica Machado put up an article that I, I saw caused, caused a bit of a stir. That P- and those who listen to her on the Jessica Machado show Saturdays from 1 to 4, or as she's filling in this summer on South Coast tonight, each weeknight from 7 to 10, you know that she doesn't shy away from controversy. But this might have been one take too far for some people. This might have been something that, you know, we might get calls into the radio station, we might get emails I have the windows, you know, I have the blinds down a little bit for the sun, but I have them just open enough to see if any protesters show up with signs. Over her article yesterday saying that Massachusetts deserves another crack at Krispy Kreme. I'm looking for all the the Duncan purists to show up with the signs that say, this is Duncan country. And it really is, because they tried Krispy Kreme here before. There were a couple Massachusetts locations. I know there was at least one in Rhode Island, uh, in Cranston, I believe. I know there was one in Dedham, because when I was covering the Celtics back in the early 2000s when it was open, I would sometimes stop by and bring some donuts back for everybody. But it didn't last very long. Stayed open for, I think, about four years. Because this is Duncan country. We have a lot of great smaller independent bakeries. You know, I talk to you all the time about Sunrise Bakery. We know there's multiple donut places that you can check out. But for some reason, people still obsess over Krispy Kreme. I've had them. They're okay. They're too sweet for me. And in fact, I don't know if they offer other donuts. I've only had the glazed donuts from Krispy Kreme. I never stopped inside and went inside the store. Just got them at the window and kept on going. Maybe they have other donuts, but I've only had the glazed and they're, they're just too sweet for me. I can eat one and then it'll have to be, you know, months before I could eat another one. But I think that 
the landscape is a little different. I think that you could have a Krispy Kreme succeed. As long as you realize it's not going to supersede Duncan. And I think that's something that, you know, Honeydew, Mary Lou's, to a smaller degree, Aroma Joe's, which is one of my personal favorites. I, I like Aroma Joe's. They have great coffee. So they've all resigned themselves to the fact that they're not going to be number one. And really, I think the smaller ones have all resigned themselves to the fact that they're not going to be number two either. But that they can still carve out their little niche. And, and I think Mary Lou's has done that very well. We saw the first Mary Lou's open here on the South Coast. Well, this far down on the South Coast. There is one in Wareham, but it's kind of on, it's on the Wareham-Rochester line. Actually, I think it technically might even be in Ro No, it's in Wareham. But it's on that Wareham-Rochester line. So people in New Bedford aren't going to that Mary Lou's, but they'll maybe grab it on Fonz Corner Road in Dartmouth. Every time I drive by it, there's at least a car in, you know, going through the drive-thru window. So if those other companies can have a little bit of a foothold, then maybe Krispy Kreme could too as well. And I think having that option for people would be a good choice. I, would I go there? Probably not. I, I'm not a big coffee person anyway. I usually have like one cup a day, if that. Now that I'm on the air every day, I drink tea because coffee makes me a little bit more uh, how can we put this gently early in the morning? Burpee. Yeah, it gives me heartburn. It gives me indigestion. Especially if I'm opening my mouth a lot while drinking it. So I stick to tea in the morning. But I might have a cup of coffee later on. Definitely on the weekends. Make it myself at home. And I'm very obnoxious about how I make my coffee. I'm sure all of you out there right now waking up, making your coffee, have your specific way of doing it. It's got to be these beans. It's got to be this way. It's got to be this. And I thought to myself, I will never be that guy. And over the pandemic, over the lockdown, I became that guy. I had a Keurig. I was kind of tired of the Keurig plan of having to go out and buy the coffee and, you know, then... You're making one cup, and it's not a really big cup. And if you want to have a big cup, you're going to make two. And it just got to be a little bit crazy for me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go a different route. But I don't want to buy a coffee machine because then I make a pot of coffee and half of it just sits there. It goes to waste. Or I pour it into the fridge and make iced coffee later. So I looked up different ideas, and I went into the French press methodology Paid 20 bucks for my French press. It's a Mr. Coffee French press. Got it at Walmart. And then I was grinding my own beans and making it in the French press. And it was a good cup of coffee, but it still, you know, it wasn't great. And then a friend told me, well, what kind of grinder did you buy for the beans? I said, I just bought the, you know, the, the grinder that they had on the shelf at Walmart next to the French press. And she said, no, no, that's a blade grinder. You don't want a blade grinder. That creates bitterness in the beans. I said, well, I'm not, I'm not that deep into it. That bitterness in the beans is a thing for me. And she's like, no, trust me. Go find a burr grinder. 
makes all the difference in the world. And I just happened to be in Ocean State job lot one day and they had a burr grinder for 20 bucks. I said, let me try it and see if it makes a difference. And it does. It takes away all the bitterness of grinding your own beans to the point where, you know, I've tried a whole bunch of different coffee beans. You know, these ones from Africa, these ones from Jamaica, these ones from Hawaii, these ones from here. I've tried them all. All the Starbucks brand. You know, I thought, gee, Starbucks, whole beans, medium roast, those are going to be some of the best beans I can get. And they were okay. But for me, the best beans, I don't even know the name of it, but it's a Walmart brand. It's not great value, but it's a Walmart brand and it's five bucks for a bag of beans. There's two. One has more of like a chocolatey, darker roast taste. The other one is more like lemony citrusy. I don't like the lemony citrusy one. The other one is much better. And so that's what I buy. And I buy a bag like, I don't know, every two months for five bucks. And I make that in my burr grind. I grind those beans in my burr grinder, make it in my French press. The trick to using the fresh print, fresh prints, the, fr- <laughs> the trick to using the French press is when you push down, when you're getting ready to pour the coffee and you're pushing down on the grounds, you want to do that very, very slowly and don't go all the way to the bottom. The faster you go, the more bitterness you'll get. So you go very, very slowly and then you stop about an inch, two inches from the bottom. If you go all the way down to the bottom, you're going to bring up a lot of those flavors that you don't want. And if you go too fast, the same thing. So very slowly press it and stop about an inch or two from the bottom. And then what I would do is I would make it, I use Splenda. And I would use silk dark chocolate almond milk. And to me, that made the perfect cup of coffee. I, I went away from the silk almond milk and I was using a like a sweet cream fat free like zero carb creamer it's it's okay but it's just not the same the the silk dark chocolate almond milk to me makes the best cup of coffee so give that a try let me know what you think maybe it'll convert you maybe you'll be the coffee snob that I've become And you know what? I kind of can't drink a lot of coffee in other places now. I'm like, ugh, this is not good. And I I spent years drinking diner coffee and getting, we we got coffee from, at the diner originally it was Victor coffee, but then New England coffee, which is what you can get pretty much any restaurant. And it was always fine for me. I was like, yeah, this is okay. But now that I've started making it myself and making it with the French press, what a difference. So try it for yourself. Let me know how it works out. All right, I'm going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we can talk more with you, 508-996-0500. Or you can give me a app chat message via the WBSM app or an open line voicemail. We'll be back in just a few moments. And let's go to the phones, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on the air. Morning, Tim. How's it going? Um, fucking coffee. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my neighbor, his parents used to own Lorraine's Coffee in downtown New Bedford. 
Uh, this was probably back in the early 70s, 60s, 70s. And, uh, well, actually earlier than that, I think he said, I think he said, like, between the 50s and 60s, they used to own a coffee shop. It was called Lorraine's Fresh Coffee. Now, probably a lot of your listeners probably know they're a lot older than I am, but, um, he's been a coffee connoisseur. Now, my neighbor has, you know, so he roasts his own beans. He's got this industrial sized roaster in his house, and he roasts his own beans. And, uh, every Sunday morning, I'll see his, little shoot out the window blowing the exhaust out the out, outside and uh you know i'll smell the coffee oh it's um, it's unbelievable now that got me to start about i don't know about seven eight years ago uh got he he got me to start roasting my own beans and you can actually buy the beans they call them green uh they're green beans mm-hmm. not the green bean vegetables but the green bean coffees or coffee beans and uh they're un, unroasted beans they're fresh like you know, from uh, Columbia, wherever you want to get them from. There's a place in Plymouth, actually. I don't, I don't remember the name of it, but they actually will sell you the fresh green beans for you to roast on your, your own, you know. So when you roast them, they produce this, like, a flake off of the bean. Once it's roasted, you'll know when it's roasted. Um, you'll start hearing it crackle. And then you'll shake, you know, you'll take it in like a, um, like a, a spaghetti strainer. You know, and you go outside and you just kind of, like, shake them off in the in the strainer and you you know you'll see all the all the beans start flaking off all the flakes will start flying everywhere and then once you get all that flake off that's when it's good now you let them sit for about maybe three or four hours and let them produce the oils mm-hmm. and that and that oil is what gives you that nice rich flavor in your coffee and you can if you if you make a good coffee a good french press coffee you can actually see the oils at the top of your coffee when you're drinking it and, and uh, if you don't use cream, and so how long does the, so you said it takes a few hours for for it to be ready after that? But how long does the actual roasting process take? Oh, it depends on how on what you're doing. You can get a Chemex uh, a Chemex um, pour over, which I, I I used to have. Well, I still have it, but I don't I don't use it anymore. But um, if if you use a Chemex, you have to sit there and pour the the hot water, and you have to make sure the temperature is just right. I believe it's like. 106 or 108 degrees for the water before you can pour it over the over the coffee grinds, um, and you're spot on with that burr grinder. If you use a blade grinder, it it, it it's bitter. You can use a blade grinder. Some people like bitter coffee. Yeah, you know it's just not my thing though. It's I, I like a nice smooth coffee, but I also like to have my coffee when I'm drinking it, and I get to the bottom that it's like I'm drinking sludge. You know, I like that real thick thick chewy coffee. And if you make it right, you can actually, you know, you can feel the grittiness after you take that first sip, you know. And, uh, I mean, he he got me, and I'm only 32 years old, but he used to tell me all the time, you know, uh, you know, all my, my parents, my parents, this and that, this and that. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always just used to just dismiss it, you know. It used to be like a conversation we used to have, and then and then I started getting into it with him, and it was, it was just a whole other world of coffee. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing when you get deep into it, exactly what can go into it. But for a lot of people, though, that's the most important part of their day is that cup of coffee. So it sets the tone for the whole day. Yeah, he makes a good cup of coffee. He's made me a few cups of coffee before, and it's like it's it's just a whole different world. It's an art. It really is. You know, know, it's a hobby for him, too. Because it, it, he's doing what his parents did for a, you know a living back in the day. Yeah, keeping and, keeping uh, the family tradition going. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So all right. that's about it. All right. Well, cool. thank have you, sir. You as well. No problem. Sounds sounds like that's why John gets his day off. 
uh, you know, gets his day started off so right every day, huh? Uh, I don't know if I'll ever get to that point, but certainly that sounds like, you know what? I'll probably get obsessive about it and say, I've got to try that myself. All right, now let's go into the newsroom. Speaking of starting off your day, you can start it off with all the big stories with Adam Bass. A grand jury in Atlanta, Georgia, that will consider whether former President Donald Trump and other Republicans committed crimes related to their attempts to overturn the 2020 election results in the state, is being seated today. Leading the investigation is Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, who began after Trump called Georgia Secretary, state, uh, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger in early 2021 and suggested that he find 11,780 votes to help beat President Joe Biden. Trump is the first and only president who has been indicted on state and federal charges, with a trial pending in New York City for financial crimes and another trial in Florida related to allegedly taking and showing off class classified documents. President Biden is set to meet one-on-one with Ukrainian President Zelensky at this week's NATO summit in Europe. The White House confirmed the news, and it's reported the meeting will take place on Wednesday. Russia's war in Ukraine is among the top agenda items for NATO leaders. Biden recently made clear that he thinks the war must end before Kiev can join the alliance. More than 100 million people have signed up for Threads, Meta's answer to Twitter less than a week. Mark Mayfield reports. The staggering numbers make the social media app the fastest growing online platform ever. The process has been helped by allowing Instagram users to sign up with Threads using their existing info. I'm Mark Mayfield. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York is calling on the FDA to investigate prime energy drinks for their high caffeine levels. NBC's Lauren Petty reports. The problem is one 12-ounce can contains 200 milligrams of caffeine. That's the equivalent of two Red Bulls or six cans of cola. Too much for kids. Speaking Sunday, the New York Democrat claimed the drink is being targeted to children as one of the summer's hottest beverages. Founded by YouTube stars Logan Paul and KSI, Prime has gained popularity among teens on social media, despite a label on the product noting that it's not recommended for children under 18. The Marine Corps is without a leader for the first time in over 160 years. Commandant General David Berger officially retired today, leaving his assistant commandant as acting leader until he's confirmed in the Senate. But Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama has a hold on Pentagon nominees over its abortion policies. The opening bell rings this morning after Monday's higher close on Wall Street. Investors are now awaiting the start of a second quarter earnings season. Big banks, including J.P. Morgan, Chase, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup, are among those set to report results this week. Also worth keeping an eye out for are this morning's retail sales report, followed by the Home Builder Confidence Index. And Aretha Franklin's sons are in court over the Queen of Souls' multi-million dollar estate. At issue are some handwritten wills found in various locations, including a sofa at her Michigan home after her death in 2018. Three of, four, three of Franklin's four sons were originally divided over which will is legit. But on Monday, the judge told the jury to only consider the authenticity of one of the documents. Franklin's estate is worth millions. In sports, it's the MLB All-Star break, which means the Red Sox aren't back on the field until Friday. That's when they'll play the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast.
We have a lot of sunshine in store for us today. A few clouds moving in and out of the area, but that drier air has been working its way into the area, and that's going to help us warm up with highs near 87. Overnight tonight, we'll be clear with those humidity levels back on the rise, low of 66. And for tomorrow, another great day, maybe a pool day, mostly sunny with highs in the upper 80s. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's Newstock Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 66 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Starting the South Coast off right each morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's the Tim Weisberg Show. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. right here on WBSM. And welcome back in 508-996-0500 if you want to give us a call. And, you know, we are going to get your morning started right. Another way you can get your morning started right, you know, we're talking about coffee. We're talking about that fresh brewed smell. We're talking about getting you up and getting you going. Well, one place where you can definitely get up and get going each day is just another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth. And speaking of coffee... Today is Tuesday, which means that seniors get free coffee with their meal when they have breakfast at Just Another Phoenix. So they've been closed. They had a little vacation going on, but they are open now. And you can go check out all of their delicious food, all of their great regular menu items, the kind of stuff you'd expect to find on a breakfast menu, although I can say they do it better than just about anybody. But they also have those creative specials every day. Something different that you might not have ever thought of, like mega roast beef omelets, meatloaf omelets, all different kinds of pancakes and French toast. You never know what they're going to come up with. So you've got to go in each day and check out that specials menu at Just Another Phoenix. And if you don't have time to sit down and have a whole breakfast, which I think you should, you should make a little time to sit down at the counter, watch the cook, make your breakfast right in front of you. He's there working the grill, and as someone who has worked the grill, I can appreciate those skills to be able to keep tur- turning out all that food without having to even think about it. It's all like muscle memory and reflex. It's amazing to watch. Uh, but you can also hang out with everybody there and talk as well, or maybe you don't have time for that. You want to just pick it up from their drive through window. Where else can you get a full, complete breakfast from a drive through window? Well, just another Phoenix in North Dartmouth is the place for that. So check them out. They are right on Fonts Corner Road. Go a little bit past, you know, health tracks where the VF outlet used to be. And then right before you get to the sheriff's office there, you'll see on the side of the road the sign for just another Phoenix. It's a little bit set back from the road, uh, but you'll see the sign. You can go in and you can have a great breakfast. All right. Well, I'm going to take my next break here coming up in just a few moments. Uh, Well, before we do that, I also want to let you know, too, a reminder that we're giving away tickets all this week to two different shows, two different great shows that are happening here locally. So you can enter to win at WBSM.com or on the app, and I made a contests button yesterday. There's a contest button that'll take you right to the page that has all of these, because we have so many contests going on right now. That's the great thing about, you know, working here and having access to all of the tickets that I can give away and having access to some of the gift cards we can give away and all that stuff. You know, I said, hey, why isn't WBSM doing that kind of stuff? So we started doing it. And so if you hit the button on the app that says contest, it'll bring you to our contest page with all of our current contests going on. But you'll also see on the website up in the the bar at the top, there's a black bar that goes across the website that has all of our latest stuff, all of our stuff that's trending. We have all those contests in there as well, including 
your chance for hall pass cash. That's right. To get ready for back to school, you can enter to win a $500 gift card. We also have your chance to win tickets to see Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. It is the New Bester, New, New Bedford Festival Theater. Try not to combine it all into one word, Tim. The New Bedford Festival Theater's summer show that's happening at the Zyterian, July 21st or the 30th. You can check out that show by getting tickets at Zyterian.org, or you can enter to win them right now at WBSM.com or on the app. So we'll give away a pair of tickets to that show a little bit later on. And we will also be giving away a pair of tickets to see Brett Michaels' Party Gras Tour July 21st at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield. So you can enter in to win there as well. But I found out yesterday, see, Brett Michaels loves us. He does. And so he has agreed to send some more tickets to us to give away. So in addition to just being able to give away a pair each day to people who enter in on the app, Brett said, what else can you do? What else can you do that's fun, that'll let the listeners have some fun, and that's different? And so each day this week, we are going to put out a Brett Michaels slash Poison slash Party Gras trivia question. So it could be about Brett. It could be about the band Poison. It could be about 80s music in general. It could be about some of the other performers who are performing on that tour, including Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray, Night Ranger, Jefferson Starship, Steve Algary of Journey. So it could be a question about any one of those acts or even just 80s music in general. We'll put that question out via the WBSM app. So you're just going to get an alert, an app alert with that question. And then everybody who sends it back with the right answer will randomly pick from one of those people and you will be on your way to seeing Brett Michaels. So two ways to win Brett Michaels tickets for the rest of this week. Thanks to Brett and our friends at Live Nation for sending us more tickets to be able to give away to you because I said, listen, we've only got five pairs to give away all week on the air. Looking at the overwhelming response we've had from people who have entered, can, can, we, can we get a few? And Brett loves us, so he has no problem sending us some more to give away. So we will do it both of those ways, which should be a lot of fun. So if you don't have the WBSM app already and you want to try to win those tickets, I would recommend downloading it. Because at some point during the day, and it might not even be during this show. In fact, it probably won't be. So you've got to have that WBSM app nearby all day. And if you get the trivia question right, you'll be entered to win a pair of tickets to Party Grub. But we'll also select a pair from those who have entered as well. Uh, let me take this call really quick before we have to go to a break. Good morning. Oh, good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi Tim. Morning. Let's talk really fast. <laughs> well, I, I got a few minutes. Don't 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 rush yourself. Okay, I have I have a confession. WBSM a long time ago with Jack Peterson used to give away trivia prizes, mm -hmm. and you were only allowed to have one per month. And I remember I I think I was home on maternity leave. I remember calling up and using different identities like family members, and I just won. Everyone in my family, a jello mold <laughs> and a jello backpack. And why anyone would want to have that on their back, I'll never know. But I felt really good until one day Jack said, Sue, you got to stop calling. 
because I know it's you. That was well, I think the statute of limitations on that has run out, so there's no oh, no charges pending. But good, I good. also wonder, maybe you were able to win so much because how many people were trying to win a Jello backpack? I don't know, but I just, you know, it's the thrill of the win. Like, it didn't matter what I was winning. I could be winning, like, a moldy hot dog. I won. I won. I used to be the same way. I would call into contests all the time, um, and I won some pretty good stuff. I, I also was a big fan of uh on on bay eight which was the old wareham marion cable channel uh back in the 90s they had a kid show called tv trivia where you could call in and win prizes and i used to call every week and win prizes like two pounds of beef from the marion general store uh that was good a dozen roses from a flower works like there was all these different prizes that they would that they would do and you must have been your mother's favorite child (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my dad was always like, I got to drive back to Marion and pick up another one of these prizes. But oh, I actually ended up, uh, you know, in high school, I went on to uh, to host the show. So it was, you know, kind of full circle because I was the one winning all the prizes. And then when I got to high school, I got to host it and help other kids win prizes. So that's a great story. Yeah. And it was, I'm sure there are people out there that remember that fondly and say, you know, I, I have, you know, this this hat that I got from the athletic store that I won from you know, TV trivia. I'm sure there's people who still hung on to it. Not, every, not everything was a gift certificate to McDonald's or a free haircut. Right, right. I think there was a movie about a woman. I don't know if it was Julianne Moore, but she entered all kinds of contests. And I can't remember the movie. I just have this scene of her, like, sending away, like, sweepstakes, entries, you know, galore. And that's going to bug me. I'm going to have to Google that when I get off the phone. Well, the, the, the gentleman we had on last week to talk about how he had started his own dating website because the dating apps weren't working for him. So he, he actually spends his time entering contests and he's won trips. He's won a motorcycle. He's won all kinds of things. Yeah. That's, no, that's really neat. And there's, there's a guy in Wareham that I think, I think might still have the same. Uh, so when AutoZone and Wareham, the original one first opened, it was an auto palace. And they gave away a pickup truck that was all designed, you know, had the Auto Palace wrap around it. And he won that truck and drove it for years. But he he enters all kinds of contests and he wins all the time. Wow. Some people just have the touch. All right. Now I know what I'm doing today. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, at least, right. you know, at least, you know, we've got a couple contests you can enter. I know. Thanks. Too. All right. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. And what's, what's the best thing you've ever won in a contest? What's the best thing you've ever won? I want to hear about it. You can either call in 508-996-0500 or you can send an app chat message over the WBSM app. What is the best thing you have ever won in a contest? I think I've won a lot of concert tickets over the years. I used to call in to WBRU, WBCN. I can mention those stations because they're no longer in existence. But I would call into those stations all the time and win stuff. The rock station that's in Providence, I would call them. Never, I don't think I, I don't know if I won anything from that station ever. Uh, Cape 104 on on the Cape, when I lived down there, I won the Nelson After the Rain cassette. But I think the best thing I ever won from a radio station was probably when I won tickets to see the Rolling Stones from KKB, which was the station here the rock station that we had for a couple of years back in the early 2000s. And Barry wrote a great article about it just recently. But I was like, the, I think they wanted like the 99th caller 
And I was like, call her 10, 22, 38, 47. And then it got to the point where I was like, you're a caller 68. You're a caller 69. You're a caller 70. And I think we got into like the 80s and they're finally like, you're the only one calling anymore. You can just have them. So I got to see the Rolling Stones and, you know, they were 300 level seats at TD Garden, but they were right over the stage. So we were like looking down on the band the whole time. They were great seats and it was a fantastic show. This was, you know, when their first, no, they went on the Hot Licks tour. They had reissued that album and then they went out on like a greatest hits tour. That's, that's what it was. So that was one of the best things I've ever won from the radio. But I've I've won Tori Amos tickets with a meet and greet. Uh, maybe that was that might be that might be above the Rolling Stones because we got to meet Tori. And then I won heart tickets. You know all kinds of shows that I've gone to over the years. Lilith Fair. But the I think the most interesting prize I ever won was when I was a kid. And I asked my dad for a dime. He was working at a flea market. He had a table there. I asked him for a dime, used that dime to enter a raffle and won a Texas Instruments home computer. I was, what what did I say, five, five or six? I think it was five. And we won that Texas Instruments home computer, which was really just like a keyboard and a cartridge slot that you connected to a television. But that was amazing to us. Playing Spaced Invaders. I think my parents had blackjack. And then I don't know what else the TI-99 could do. I bought one years later at a yard sale in a box. It had all these programming notes and all these cartridges and everything. And I never hooked it up. And then I think I just sold it to somebody and a lot of stuff from my basement. But that was my first computer experience. And I'm sure it was for a lot of people. So what's the best thing you ever won? 508-996-0500. We're going to take a break, though, and we'll be back in a few moments. Stone songs of all time. Really. And then one of my favorite albums by them, Voodoo Lounge. Great album. Uh, that was the the album I was singing, by the way, was 40 Licks. I know I said Hot Licks. I was combining Hot Rocks with 40 Licks. 40 Licks was the album that came out when I went to that tour. And it was, it was a, they took Hot Rocks and they kind of expanded upon it since the time that it had been released and added some new stuff. And it was like a retrospective of their career at that point. Imagine that. Imagine a time when the Rolling Stones were celebrating a 40th anniversary. That was that was 21 years ago that they celebrated their 40th anniversary, right? Does that sound right? Do that math in your head. Wow. So, but that Voodoo Lounge album, I remember getting that the day it came out. I went down to Walmart in Wareham, which was brand new at the time. The Walmart in Wareham had only been open for a short time. And I took like... 10 bucks out of my money that I had, you know, earned 
from one of my early paychecks working at, uh, at Mill Pond Diner. And I bought Voodoo Lounge. And if I remember correctly, that was the same time that uh, Windows, was it Windows 95? But I think I remember that was at the same time, around the same time that that had come out. Because I'm down there buying the Rolling Stones album and everybody else is down there waiting for that. Let me see. Let me check the date on that. Uh, well, that album came out in 94, so maybe I'm confusing things in my mind. That happens a lot. All right, I got to take one final break in the hour and clear all the clutter out of my brain. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back in. We are going to be going into the newsroom in just a few moments. We're going to get the ABC News, and then we'll get all the local news with Adam Bass. But before that, uh, I had asked a few seconds ago, uh, what's the best thing you've ever won? And Anthony says he's never won anything on a radio station, but he won five grand on a $10 ticket one time. So that's pretty good. That's a good return on investment right there. But yeah, we're going to be doing some giveaways today and uh, and throughout the course of the month. So I was asking the question, what's the best thing you... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.